Hello, and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan, and I have Tommy Ryan here with me. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm doing well. Good morning, Danny. Good morning. It's a Thursday. We're getting out. We're getting a little bit of consistency back in our Thursdays. That's right. All right. Well, great. Uh, sock check. You got what you got on this morning? Let me see. Well, that's nice. You got some stripes. A little variation. That's good. That's a, that's. It's a great day. It's a great. <laughs> it's a beautiful day outside. It actually it's, is. It's really nice. I love this fall weather that's coming on. Um, wanted to in today's conversation just to pick back up. We were. A uh, couple of uh, we've had a couple blog posts on a book that I'm reading that's uh, called How to Write Copy That Sells. It's a book by Ray Edwards, and um, we sort of went through all of our service offerings and and went through the first part of what he calls the pastor copywriting framework. And um, the first the P in the pastor is uh, person problem pain. We sort of took a broad brush at that and looked at all of our service offerings. Uh, what I'd like to do today is just to hone, on, hone in on one of them and maybe blow out the rest of uh, the items and uh, talk about how they would apply to um, our offering around Jive to SharePoint migrations. And so um, I've taken a little bit of time and crafted out what I think is uh, something that could be he suggests creating like an initial draft of what that um, sort of that pitch looks like. And uh, so I started with that and uh, I'm sharing this with Tommy internally. But uh, so we for the the person problem pain um, for the jive to SharePoint, I was focusing in on simplifying and saving money. Um, and you know, sort of the question I have is, do you pay double for collaboration because you have both Jive and SharePoint? Um, I think we've talked a couple, about a couple of different pains. You think that's uh, does that attract? You think that's a that's a, a good way to sort of start off with the pain, Tom? Yeah, I think that that is the pain that people are trying to address, and it, it usually comes from uh, acquisition or merger that. Um, it wasn't an intent to have both. It just happens to be that way after a course of an event. Mm -hmm. And he, it's, it's um, for a copywriter, he highly suggests using bullets. Uh, and so after that, I've got sort of a, a bulleted list of, um, of, you know, of things that I think would characterize the pain. Uh, the first one being sort of like if you have to use a 10-step flowchart every time you want to start a conversation um, and there are too many options in Jive and SharePoint that that could be a pain that they have um, the second one being if you're frustrated with having not having a fully integrated experience uh, so sort of drop you know jumping back and forth between the two platforms and if you're simply looking for an easy way to win the love of the CFO <laughs> and this is this is a lot for a lot of folks. It's sort of like um, this is what puts them over the top. It's just removing that reoccurring cost of Jive. And, uh, you know, you, you want to do this, but you don't want to lose all the content that you currently have in Jive. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I look at some of these pains and we have other customers that we're trying to address this in a different way, which is, say, an integration and say, you know, a centralized search that searches across both SharePoint and Jive, um, ways to service the Jive activity feed in a SharePoint web part. Um, so there's not always one answer to the pain, but um, this is definitely uh, a path that we see 
um, that's a common path to address it. And so the sort of, you know, this is, this is a message for them sort of queuing in on maybe they've, they've had one of those um, issues come up and then I'm saying, you know, this message is just for you, here's why. You can stop paying twice for collaboration. You don't have to pay for both Jive and SharePoint anymore. So that's sort of what the statement that I'm making out of this is, is that you don't have to pay twice. And then, so that's the sort of framing up the, the pain and um, the problem and the, the person trying to address the person by sort of things that they typically run into. Um, the next step of this is, is amplify um, which is to stress the consequences of what will happen if the problem isn't solved. And so I sort of start this one off with, if, if you ignore it, it gets worse. You know, and then a little bit of a backstory. There was a time where when Jive ran circles around SharePoint with its lengthy three-year product cycles, but that's not the case anymore. One can make the argument that Microsoft is innovating faster than Jive. What most people do when facing the fact that Jive and SharePoint do so much in common is try to integrate the two, Jive and SharePoint, either with a connector or with manual corporate processes. But, and then I sort of go on and say, but for most organizations, that doesn't work. And then I sort of go into you know, Jive's connector, that it it's more, treats uh, SharePoint more like a data source. The original connector still exists, but we're recommending that customers make a decision between Jive or SharePoint. Some organizations try and create complicated manual processes that might work for a little while and with a big stick, but over time people just fall into bad habits. And so what happens if you do just nothing? What happens if you keep doing what you've been doing? The Jive bill will still show up. Your users will still be confused about where to store content. Uh, search will continue to be a disaster. And uh, you know, this is me amplifying things. It's it's a little bit of marketing speak, but you know, yeah, you know, and I, I think some of it is, um, it's not always the case, but it, it is a case if it's not managed well. And um, I, I think, you know, one of the statements, the overall tone, I think what you're saying here is if it's left to its own um, course, it, it can get uh, um, to be a bigger and bigger problem. Mm -hmm. And um for most organizations, it's not worth the management and all the effort to try to bring the two together. Yep. Um, there's going to be cases where they do, you know, where there's a certain group that feels like it's it's valuable to have Jive, and then they have to address that, you know, through an integration path. But um, for most organizations, it's hard enough to manage one collaboration platform, let alone two. Awesome. And so that takes care of Amplify, which is the second, uh, which is the A in Pastor. Next is the S, which is Story and Solution. Uh, tell the story of someone who has solved that problem using your solution or even a solution like yours. So here I've got sort of how we simplify. We've got an answer that works. And then I sort of start the whole thing off with the backstory. You know, Three-Wheel was hired by Jive to create the connector, sort of telling, you know, sort of what was the what where did sort of where did we fit into this whole picture um you know that we wrote a white paper on making sharepoint social when we um uh, described combining sharepoint and jive together as a first class experience and then just sort of describing you know what what ended up happening with jive wanting their own connector um, and that we didn't want to lose the years of important collaboration ip that was stored in jive so we created a tool to migrate our content um, over. 
Uh, and then we started getting contacted by companies that installed the connector to migrate them from Jive to migrate them from Jive to SharePoint. Um, Microsoft acquired Yammer, and more companies moved. Office 365 moved to a rapid development cycle and benefited from heavy investments and became one of Microsoft's mo most important platforms. Um, this year, we're getting requests, you know, every week from customers to help them with the move. So this is sort of this is giving the story a little bit about, you know, sort of how do we get to this place and, you know, the fact that we've solved the problem ourselves and that we're, and we're solving, solving it for other people. Right. I, I think these things have their life cycle. You know, they, um, they, there's new technologies that come out there that um, push, the, you know, say Microsoft to innovate. And, and Jive is definitely one of those that got the attention from a social aspect. And I think it's, you know, the story's not completed yet. Um, there's always that strain of organizations knowing how to do social right. Um, and it's, uh, we, we tend to always go back to the email way of collaborating. And, um, and that's, we know it's not the right way, but it's the easy way. So it's trying to strike that balance. And if you can simplify your overall infrastructure as it relates to collaboration, that's one step in that direction to, to make it easier. So the, the next part, um, the T in Pastor, is for transformation and testimony. And that is articulate the results that your product or service will bring, will bring providing real-life testimonials to strengthen your case. So the next part I sort of have is, is um, the headline is, is, it worked for these people and it will work for you. One of our first customers was PoolCorp. Their drive-based intranet, although highly leveraged within the enterprise, was too costly to justify the reoccurring annual license fees. This decision to unplug and replace was delayed eight weeks before the annual re renew date, so meeting the project deadline was a cr critical success factor. We replaced Jive um, with SharePoint within an eight-week deadline. We implemented you know, yada, yada, yada what we did. What they got out of it, and then I sort of then the sort of the testimony part of it is here's what our business sponsor had to say about the project, and then he talks about our initiative to move from Jive to SharePoint had a strong ROI business case, but was complicated due to the short window uh, for migration completion. We needed a technology partner who could get the job done predictably in that short six week period. Additionally, we required the new SharePoint intranet to look like. Um, and navigate like the uh, the Jive site in order not uh, to disrupt the field and service teams, yada, yada, yada. And basically, you know, we did this and then he sort of wraps it up, which the coup de gras, which was, you know, we did it on time and under budget. And then uh, the last part of this is I sort of say, you know, and this was one of our smaller migrations. We've migrated customers with 10,000 places and terabytes of content. Yeah, and I think one thing that um, I don't know how much it needs to be amplified, but something to keep in mind is when we're going through this process of migration, there's value in not just migrating it, but looking at what is your strategy for where content um, you know, exists in your organization and and what um, is content that's no longer valuable and, and kind of cluttering um, the, the, the existing content that is valuable, you know, getting in the way when you're trying to find things through search results or navigating through structures. So 
it gives um, our clients an opportunity to to simplify and and kind of clean up as they're as they're moving. You know, just like when you go move to a new house, ideally, you spend you know several months um, looking through what you have and deciding what you can get rid of. That way, when you go to that move, it's an easier move. Uh, you feel better about not spending so much time on things that are not valuable that you're not going to use in your new house. So um, I think that's something that people don't um, spend probably as, as much time as they should. And we continue to encourage our customers to take advantage of that opportunity. So the O in pastor is for offer, and this says um, describe exactly what you are offering for sale, focusing on the transformation instead of the deliverables. So here, um, I sort of start this off with now it's your turn, and I I, I was putting together this sort of this concept of the Jive migration pack, which um, uh, you know you get the key to when you download this, you get the key to stop paying for ongoing fees for Jive after, month after month. Get key content up on up and running in Office 365. Remove the f- confusion about what goes where. Drive out risk with the migration by using a mature tool with a proven process. Um, it all comes as part of the Jive migration pack. And then uh, pack, you know, we have a we currently have up on the website a trial edition of our migrator tool. And then I was going to take some of the other resources that we have and just basically package them together. Stuff like. Um, you know, some of the, the blog content that we have and then an example mapping document and I have a ROI calculation spreadsheet that I, I typically use with customers. And I say the job migration pack is free. There's no risk on your side. Now, this is really getting into marketing stuff, so <laughs> you don't have to have anything to add to it. Um, the response, which is the R in this um it's ask ask the customer to buy with a step-by-step instructions and telling them what to do next um and so the last part of this is it's decision time you have a choice to make you've been doing what you've been you know part of this is just trying to get them to to move off the dime um yeah and and do it in a way that's easy (laughs) for someone that they feel like okay it's worth to take this next step and what I get in this next step is worth what I'm giving. Um, And so I think we were talking before is, you know, is it just an email um, or do we, you know, provide more structure with, you know, what's, what's your environment? What are you trying to accomplish? Um, So, you know, striking that balance, maybe it, it's best just to get an email and start the conversation and not have to have too much structure um, from the beginning. Yep. Yep. I think it was, if we're if it's just the first step in the process, all we really need is the email address. That gives me enough to to follow up, contact with them. You know, it'd be nice to have first name, last name, but do I really need to have it? And then part of it is tells me if they're really a serious customer because they'll use their corporate email address. If they are serious, they'll use their Gmail address or or whatever right. address if they're if they're shopping around or if they really don't want me to know who they are. So if it's so that, that, that you, can, you can derive a certain amount of information off the email that they're sharing as well. Right, right. It's true. So this, so this is sort of the, the one pager on if somebody came to the site and what, what had, you know, are we just you know, trying to describe their problem? We're trying to describe how we've solved it. We're trying to describe how we've solved it for other people and then with testimonials. And then we're sort of saying, this is the next step. It's obvious. It's you're, you either do this or you don't do this. Um, 
And again, the, I think really the purpose for this up on our website is to get them to move off the dime. It's to, it's to have them from going, oh, I'm just doing some research and just reading up on what, what, what we've done to actually starting a conversation with us. And so um, really that's, it's serving the purpose of, of initiating that conversation and making it very easy for them to do that. Yeah, I think the challenge with this is how much story do you tell versus, um, you know, allowing them to kind of go through those steps quickly to get to a point of a decision. And, um, you know, that's that's always the, the trick is striking that balance of, you know, how much content do we have versus what do we leave for the conversation after we do have that you know, first initial email that we get and conversation that we start. Awesome. I appreciate you taking the time to do this, Tommy. Yeah, I know um, it helps you have a sounding board and, um, you know, we're recording this as a way for uh, a way to to share with others. I mean, there's other organizations that are trying to go through the same kind of process of how do I take the, the things that we're passionate about doing for our customers and be able to articulate in that a way that speaks to how people really need to consume and act you know, on websites. So this is uh, an important thing for us and hopefully others can learn um, as we take this journey and, and, and improve the way we interact with our customers um, out on the web. Awesome. Thank you so much everybody for listening and have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.